This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. COVID-19, not only as individuals and as families and as a community, but also as a business community. You know, why do you feel it's important for us to support our our businesses, uh, especially right now? Well, what we do know is that um, our our businesses struggled, suffered greatly. All businesses certainly struggled um, during the pandemic, especially small businesses. But black-owned businesses in particular, uh, just like the black community, uh, suffered even greater during COVID um, and did not have access to the recovery dollars in the beginning that um, uh, traditional mainstream businesses had, white-led businesses had, didn't have the banking relationships that those um, white-led organizations had. we we got us right we're the ones that support and uplift us and so now is the time to double down triple down uh in supporting to ensure that our businesses stay in business what we also know is that many of our small businesses black-owned businesses in particular uh, are a lifeblood for both our community and for their individual families oftentimes the entire family is putting everything into that business to make sure that it survives and we, we have to do our part. We have to do our part as a community to wrap our, our arms around our businesses that, that feed us, that nurture us, that keep us and sustain us, and that we need to ensure that our dollars are being recycled within our community first to make sure that we not only uh, survive and that those businesses not only survive but thrive. Right. And, and Michelle, let's, let's backtrack just a little bit. Um, before I get into my next question and just and really talk about uh, the 25 Alive campaign, the original campaign that we uh, launched um, during uh, the uh, early stages of COVID where it was very devastating, where businesses were uh, being mm-hmm. shut down. And, um, and I, you know, we, me, you and I had a conversation about, you know, how we can go about, you know, supporting um, our local businesses because they were closing yeah. the doors. Many of them didn't know, you know, if they were going to still be in business, you know, two weeks from now, let alone uh, a year from now. And we really tried to, you know, just come together and say, what can we do to make sure that, you know, they not only um, are able to navigate what's going on here right now, but also be here, you know, next year and two years yeah. from now, when we actually thought we'd be over the, the COVID pandemic, but we're still in it, but uh, can you kind of talk about that conversation and that process and 
how that fit into what you guys were tr- trying to accomplish at the league. Yeah, uh, you're taking me back a little bit. So, I mean, I think that our conversation was just that. Like, how can we, how can we draw attention to uh, our businesses? How can we ensure that we do our part to make sure that they're they're getting the resources that they need? We did in the beginning receive um, some funding to offer some small grants to businesses. We um, created a, a, a registry of black-owned businesses on our website, but, you know, it never seemed like enough, right? And um, while we were promoting these businesses and making sure that, you know, if we were um, having events in, in COVID world, many of the events were outside, they were drive-through, you know, grab a plate and go, or feeding our um, our folks that were in the streets raising their um their voices uh, against uh, police brutality and, and other things. We ins- we were intentional about uh, contracting and paying black-owned businesses to be there, but it never seemed like enough. And then I, we kept hearing um, from our friends. You know, many of these folks that are that lead these businesses are certainly um, black-owned businesses across the region are certainly now colleagues and friends of ours, how they were still struggling. And when, you know, the, the PPP loans came about and the CARES funding and the uh, the other SBA resources um, were coming down uh, the pipe to try to support small businesses, one, many of our businesses didn't trust uh, the government, rightfully so, right, on mm-hmm. how these PPP loans would work, because one, it, the 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 in it, in the title it says loan. How do I know that this is going to truly be forgiven? So many mm-hmm. of them were like, "No, I'm good," because I don't. My business can't withstand another loan, and they might change the rules on me, right? And then yep. I'm in for a hundred thousand dollars or whatever the the loan may be. So you know that first round, folks were leery, didn't trust, didn't know what it was about, rightfully so. And so you and I just kind of were were trying to figure out how we can elevate uh, these businesses that most of them did not have online traffic. Most of them were missing foot traffic because we were all inside, or most of us were inside. uh, And um, we were just trying to figure out what else we could do. And so we we decided... uh, Helping folks identify where these businesses are, what they, who they are, and what they uh, are doing. Um, and I will also say this was our opportunity to support the medium um, because many of the advertising dollars were not coming in because uh, you know the events weren't happening and and other yep. things. So this was the Urban League's opportunity also to uh, make sure that. Our um, newspaper not was able to survive and thrive as well uh, through uh, the pandemic. So for us, it was it was just uh, the right thing to do. Right, right. No, you 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 um, paint a very vivid picture of the situation at the time and what how that transpired as well. And we also appreciated the support here at the Seattle Medium as well. Michelle, um, this is round two of the campaign. Let's kind of talk about 
uh, round two and talk about the rationale for bringing the campaign uh, back this time around, especially um, during the period of time that we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for us, bringing it back, um, it, it, it goes back to uh, what we were talking about, exercising that muscle, right? Um, uh, I think last time we did it for about two months. I can't, I, I cannot remember. It's yeah. only it, supposed to be a short period of time, but we yeah. um, were able to extend it. Um, but I think um, continuing that practice, continuing to uplift and elevate our businesses, just to remind folks, to be mindful of how how and where you spend your money, uh, and that we, it, it, in order to build and sustain community, we have to make sure that we recycle our dollars, and we have to know where our businesses are. And uh, this is just our opportunity to double down. And and our hope, my hope, is that um, while you know this this campaign is just that, a campaign that won't last forever, but hopefully we'll continue to bring it back once or twice a year as a reminder. And maybe we could do make sure that we do more during that um, campaign time, double and triple down our support of Black-owned businesses and give them some elevation. But I hope that it reminds folks that every week I have to make sure that I'm spending at least $25. That's easy. That's, you know... Rem- being mindful of where you purchase your coffee, you know, spoil yourself and get yourself some queen care, et cetera. Um, it's, it's not, it's not a heavy lift, but if we, you know, remind ourselves to think about where we're doing that each week, it has a ripple effect. And then maybe, you know, once a week becomes twice a week becomes every time I go out to dinner or lunch, I'm supporting a black owned or purchasing coffee. I'm supporting a black owned business, you know, just continuously exercising that muscle. Right. And, you know, Michelle, you know, we are highlighting and promoting black businesses every week throughout this campaign, but that does not mean that people who are supportive of the campaign or involved with the campaign have to spend money with just the businesses that are being highlighted and featured at that time. Mm -hmm. You know, they can, they can, we want this, thing to we expect this campaign to have a wide net that benefits all black businesses uh, that provide good quality and services throughout the area so if you're looking in the seattle medium you're looking online um, and you're looking at the list of of businesses know that those are some of the businesses that we are highlighting and and promoting through this campaign but that doesn't necessarily mean that these are the only businesses that we want to um receive support from you as a consumer um on a weekly basis you know, any business in our community is one that needs resources. And, you know, we just don't have the resources to promote, you know, every single business that we have in the community. But the campaign is designed to um, provide an impact to all the businesses in our community. At the bottom, at the end of the day, too, Michelle, our community, um, we're, we're consumers by nature. When you look at the spending dollars or the spending power of African Americans all across this country, um, and even here locally in Seattle, we don't have uh, the population like they would have in New York or L.A. or some of these Chicago, Atlanta. But we do have a significant amount of spending power in the African-American community here in the Pacific Northwest. where We've made a lot of uh, people, you know, very wealthy um, with our dollars. And if we redirect some of those dollars, like you said, you know, that can have a tremendous 
impact and a, tr- a trickle-down effect on our community as a whole. It's true. It's true. And, and, and I appreciate that you bring up the fact that while, you know, there's only a, a, a few businesses that we're promoting, this is to spark the interest in and the reminder of the fact that we need to be intentional about where we spend our money. So there are, you know, hundreds of black-owned businesses throughout this region that you can support that um, may not be uplifted this time in 25 Alive, um, but we'll we'll continue, hopefully, have the resources to continue this effort and elevate and highlight other businesses. But um, just to be mindful, a, a reminder of where uh, you spend your money and invest your money in and resources, um, because we need it. Um, like I said, we we have to support us, and uh, we sh- we certainly shouldn't be the only ones. But it starts with us. It starts with us. And then when you, you know, go to work and you talk to your colleagues um, in your place of business, uh, re- uh, educate and highlight businesses for them to support as well and make it um, an intentional um, intentional act in uh, where you invest and spend your money. Uh, and, the, and I will also add that this also goes for our larger businesses as well that contract out um, for events and catering and photography and uh, accounting and other things that uh, they too can be intentional about how they uh, select their vendors uh, that they bring into their businesses. So this is this covers a wide spectrum. This is just to spark an interest, a conversation, and a movement in uh, shifting and elevating where we uh, spend our money. Right. And Michelle, you bring up a great point uh, that I don't, don't think should be overlooked in this conversation. Um, and that, that is the important uh, role that our community as a whole plays in this campaign. Um, you know, the Urban League and the Seattle Medium, we can sit down and we can strategize and, you know, put these programs and campaigns in place. But ultimately, it's the, the community that's going to make them successful. Um, and it really is important for people to talk amongst each other and to talk to each other about this campaign, you know, what they're doing, how they're doing it, who they're spending their money with that week, um, encouraging, you know, their friends and family, people within their personal networks um, to do the same. Because, you know, we always say it takes a village. Um, and in this case, it, it really does. It really is going to take a village to not only um, get significant cash flow to our businesses to help them uh, remain open and viable today, but also to help build that economic foundation so these businesses can grow and expand and actually plan properly for long-range um, goals that they have with their businesses to be able to employ people in our community when they know that they've got some consistent support from the community and consistent cash flow coming through the door. That's true. That's true. That's how we build and grow community and, and make sure that um, we don't lose the spaces and places that we hold dear, right, and that we need uh, to sustain our communities. Uh, You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, Michelle, before I let you go this morning, I know that your your schedule is, is, my schedule's crazy, and uh, your schedule, I think, (laughs) is much tighter than mine. So really appreciate your time 
this morning. But before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to speak directly to our community this morning about this campaign, uh, the importance of this campaign, um, and really from your own personal uh, um, perception. You know, we've been talking this uh, today uh, from my perspective with the Seattle Medium, your perspective uh, uh, with the Urban League, but really wanted you to um, give your personal expression to our community this morning about this campaign um, and how this yeah. campaign is, is dear to you. Yeah, I will. Um, and thank you for having me, and thank you for, for joining us on this journey again to ensure that we support our businesses. It's, it's, this is not out of... Uh, this is out of necessity. This is out of trying to ensure that we do our our part to make sure that not another black-owned business has, has to close their doors. Um, we are still recovering. We're still in a pandemic. Let's just be honest. Um, but the recovery is going to take some time, probably far longer than it will take um what we call Main Street or our white-led um, businesses to recover. Um, so we have to do our part. We have to do our part. We have to invest in our businesses. We have to make sure that they survive. If you don't have $25, maybe five. If you, if you have 50, if you have 100, if you can take your whole family out to dinner, that's wonderful. You're doing your part. But encourage your neighbors and friends to do the same. Let's make sure that this has a ripple effect. And don't let it stop when uh, the campaign is over. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep that commitment uh, to yourself and to your community to make sure that uh, we're, we're, we're building and sustaining our beloved community that deserves our support, that needs us now more than ever, because we are still uh, in a pandemic and our businesses still need to recover and we want to make sure that they're here for the long haul and for generations to come. We talk about, um, some friends and I talk about being good ancestors. Investing in our businesses mm. is doing our small part of being good ancestors and leaving a legacy for our future. So let's let's keep going. Right. And, Michelle, I, I want to thank you and the Urban League um, for this partnership and all the things that you guys are doing in the communities. I mean, you guys are, are through the pandemic. Um, you guys have been doing so much, um, in this various aspects of the community, whether it's, you know, getting people housing, helping people with employment, um, helping to feed people, making sure people have access to resources. I don't, uh, I don't know if most of the community is aware of all of the resources and the impact that the urban league um, has and has been doing, but you guys have been doing a tremendous job, and I want to thank you guys for that. Thank you for being there on behalf of people um, during their time when things might look a little uh, look look a little bleak and look a little dark. Um, you guys really have been shining some brightness uh, onto the community in so many different ways. So I want to thank you for that, and also thank you um, for being involved in helping us launch and continue this 25 Alive campaign um, to help um, you know push our community forward. You got it. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We are here to support, uplift, and elevate our community to make sure that they, that we get where we uh, need to be and where we deserve to be. So we will. Uh, it was our honor to serve through the pandemic. It is our responsibility to uh, to continue this work. And so it, we're 
it is a labor of love and responsibility that we continue to do this work. So thank you. Oh. All right. And Michelle, last thing before I let you go, um, if you can give out the uh, web address uh, and the phone number to the Urban League for people who might be um, interested in some of the resources that you guys have available or for them to even be able to look at on the website and see some of the resources that you guys have available. You got it. You got it. Our, our website is really easy. It's um, urbanleague.org, www.urbanleague.org, and our phone number is 206-471-3792, 206-471-3792. And uh, we're there Monday through Friday, uh, 9 to 5, uh, 105-14th, or uh, 901 Rainier uh, is our resource center. So uh, both places are open and, and here to serve. All right. Michelle, I thank you for joining us on today's show. Have a great weekend, and hopefully you get a little rest. Thank you. Same to you.